Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. My sense is that it's going to be brief, but who knows. I want to talk about a thing that I find everywhere when we are in private. And what I mean by in private is that when I have people in a room, a Zoom room or an actual room, whether I have them one-on-one or in a group, makes no difference. One of the pervasive things that exists in um, secretly in all humans, but especially as a product of good girl conditioning, is this phrase in some way, where does it live in you? I should be further along by now. Any sense of I should be further along by now is not you and you can't outrun it. You can't beat it. There's no there there. I'm speaking with great authority because um, because it is only because I have seen, I've been in a room with millionaires who say, this, I should be further along by now. I've been in a room with people who are, have never had a business who say, I should be further along by now. I have been in a room with people who are greatly accomplished and achieved and accolades, accolades, blah, 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 blah. I should be further along by now. And I've been with people who haven't had a career or a project for a while because something took them out of having a career or a project for a while. Um, and the answer is always, I should be further along by now. Always, 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 always. It is like a, it's a mechanism that gets installed in American culture. I don't know about other cultures, I have been in rooms with people from other cultures who also experience this. So I can't say it's a universal 100% across the board part of the human condition. But I can say that in America, I should be further along by now, is a stick that we beat ourselves with. And I'm not using that. I'm using that very, very consciously. That it is a trauma. That if you, if you, and there's no upper threshold that will mean that you don't have to be further along anymore. I should be further along by now means that everything I've done so far doesn't count because I should be at point X and I'm not at point X. And just by virtue of that statement, you're going to be distanced from point X because you're never there. You should always be further along. 
And over the course of decades, that sense, if I should be further along by now, will only go away because you address it directly by saying bullshit. So I'm inviting you into the space of calling bullshit on I should be further along by now because I am in a place of I should be further along by now. And I want to reveal my inner bullshit conditioning insanity so that you can see that just because I know a thing deeply, 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 and I've witnessed it over the course of many, 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 many years with many, many, many people over the course of many, 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 many hours, right? It's not a question of whether I know this. It's a question of, does it still bother me? Yes, it does. Here's how it shows up for me right now. I should be further along by now. Here's how it shows up in grief. Um, if you haven't been listening, uh, my mom died earlier this year and my brain exactly one week after, after her burial, B-U-R-I-A-L. I know I say that word wrong. I say that word like Western Pennsylvania. Um, one week, my brain had the thought and sent to me, you know, it has been a whole week since your mom died. Are we not over this yet? Like you should be further along. You should be over this by now. It is only because I have years and years and years of experience with this particular thought that I can be like, whoa, 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 There isn't any way for you to get a four-year degree in two months because a four-year degree takes four years. By definition, a four-year degree takes four years. And so I should be further along by now. Your brain is just going to kick to further along and like, then you should get a master's degree and then you should... No, no. Grief is a process that unfolds. Here's another place that it's happening. I should be further along by now. I should have somehow over the course of mom's dying, hospice care death arrangements, excuse me, funeral arrangements, travel arrangements, all that shit. I should have also not only created the innermost, but have a curriculum for the innermost, chosen dates for the innermost, have the whole thing locked in, have a sales page, have an affiliate program, have a marketing program, and have all of that locked and loaded, not just for today, but for the next three months. (laughs) Do you hear how objectively insane it is to say, I know your mom is dying. I know your dad has cancer. I know that you've been struggling with burnout. I know it's a really tough time. And also, I need you to have worked harder than you've ever worked in your whole life during that time because you should be further along by now. That pressure, I feel it in my solar plexus. I feel it uh, as a tension that I hold that hasn't gone away. I'm, I'm winning against this in the sense that I'm talking about it and I'm not letting it get me and I'm not believing it, but I'm losing it in the sense that there is a tension in my body that is just, you have, you must, you must, you must, you must be further along. And it's a stick and I can feel it beating me. And there's a part of me that's like, it's helpful to remember that I do need to work. I can't just be taken out by grief for six months. There's not enough threshold. There's no, there's not enough financial threshold for that. And When I sit down to work, instead of letting me work, just telling me all the things that I haven't done yet, that I need to do, that I need to worry about, that I need to think about, that I, instead of letting me do the tasks, 
I should be further along by now allows me to swirl in overwhelm as I have as I'm sitting at my desk during work hours to do the tasks that have to be done in order to be further along by now. That is when brain is primo primed to step up and say, you should be further along by now. Let's worry about how much further along you should be. It's insidious. It's terrible. It lives in Americans. I have never found a client that I've worked with ever um, that doesn't have this sensation and this thought and this... um, And then on career trajectory-wise, I should be further along right now, looks like I just stopped all the coaching business. And that was on purpose, right? Like, I made a choice. I said, this is when the contracts end and they end. And then brain is like, you should be further along by now. Like, why do you have no clients? Because I chose, (laughs) I chose to not have clients. I chose to wind down this portion of my career in order to do this other thing. But brain is also beating me up with, well, you should be further along in that new thing. And you should have more to show for what you've already done. It is fascinating the ways that are that my brain can keep me from working, even while telling me that we're working, but we're actually just swirling in a vague sense of guilt and a vague sense of you are failing. And that is the prominent messaging that we get, right? You are failing. Um, if you are a millionaire, you need to be a billionaire. There was a there's a South star that I follow that very quietly went from saying you should have seven figure businesses to talking about eight and nine figure businesses. And here's the deal. I don't believe anybody needs to be a billionaire, let alone all of us need to be billionaires. Never have, never will. Fuck that noise. Because what that does is it says, do you have enough? Do you have a home? Do you have a career? Do you have a sense of meaning or purpose? Do you have people in your life? Do you have trees? Do you have ability? Do you have the ability to feel the sun on your face? Do you feel deeply connected to the all that is? That's not enough. You should be further along by now. And here's the specific goal you should be pursuing. Now, technically speaking, point oh 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 one percent of humans that pursue this goal are going to reach it. And technically, when we do the studies on their mental health, billionaires are not any fucking happier than anyone else. In fact, their money causes them to be isolated in ways that we normies can't even understand because they never know, does this person like me or for my money? You never get to know the answer to that when you're a billionaire. Not ever, not once, unless you had those people before you were a billionaire. But the goal has shifted and the scoreline has shifted to you should be further along by now. And it's inherent like in your pursuit of becoming a billionaire. What? Bullshit. I call bullshit. And this comes up with clients who um, have a PhD and they are working at a university and they are also building a, um, a business of their own to transition out of working in university. And it's, I should be further along by now. Well, you do have a full-time job in addition to a bunch of other side projects, in addition to this side business that you're trying to build, in addition to all of your other life obligations you don't, there's just not enough time to be further along by now. You can't make a billion dollar business on 20 seconds a week. 
which is kind of what we expect. And my sense is that the, that TikTok in particular has really fucked with this, this sense. And the ability to make time lapse photography at will has also fucked with this. So now instead of we're constructing a house and that takes months months and months and months and months and months of concerted effort, but I can watch it on TikTok in a hyperlapse and a month can pass in 20 seconds because I just had a GoPro somewhere and I just, brrr, there it is. Everything, we get the sense that everything is going faster and everything is easier. Everything is effortless, that everything is hard for us and easier for everyone else. And I think we get gaslighted into that sense at some level because Video doesn't give us an actual relay of time. It gives us a hyper-condensed sense of time. And then GoPros and time-lapse and things like that condense it even further. And then we just view everything in these little, like, tiny, 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 tiny segments of time. But that tiny segment that's 10 seconds took can take months to make. That's a bizarre thing that we're having happen, the, the collapse of time itself. And it exacerbates, I should be further along by now. Because that person <laughs> built a swimming pool in an hour and a half on this YouTube video, right? <laughs> and, and it was actually 11 weeks of construction work that went into that hour and a half. But, the, but our brains don't allow for that nuance. They just go, we sh I should be further along by now. That's just how it fucking works. So to help rid you of this thought first, completely and totally normalize having a sense that you should be further along by now is like having the sense that you're breathing. Okay. It's happening. And it's important to know that there's no there there. Just like there's no magical breath, like 12,000 breaths from now, that'll be the best breath of my life. And then, huh, you know, like, you're just going to keep breathing. <laughs> and there's no there there that if, if I should be further along by now and when I get to X, then. But also, when you get to X, if the sense is that you should be further along by now, when you win the Pulitzer, you'll be sad that you're not winning your second Pulitzer. When you get the Grammy, you'll be upset that it's not your fifth Grammy already. When you get the degree, you'll be upset that you don't have three of them by now. When you build the pool, you'll be upset that it took as long as it did because that time lapse, like there's, you can't win with this construct. You can accept that it exists and you can come back to the world of reality and of time unfolding one second by one second by one second by one second. And you can have some grace, of course. I can have some grace for myself. Of course I haven't been able to, pit, to pull the biggest project I've ever attempted out of my hat while I am at my mother's hospice bed. Of course. No one in the world would expect that of me except me. There is no one on earth that I would say, your mom is actively dying and you're in hospice. Why is your project not your top priority right now? On what planet would that be true? And it's, and maybe you're like, well, I'd fucking hate my mom. And as she died, I did the project, whatever. But this is, this is in a place where like, if your mom matters to you, if there hasn't been a deep rupture that can't be fixed, it makes no sense that your top priority would be anything but your mom as she dies, right? 
because that's how it works. Because sometimes other things take priority. So of course is the answer. Of course, your brain says that you're not enough because that's the programming that we get. Of course, it says you should be further along by now because that's how it fucking works. So let us in our first step toward the innermost begin to wrestle with this particularly devastating construct that doesn't have a lot of baggage around it. It's just like a good, clean lie that everyone has accepted. And you can begin to push back against it. The first one is, of course. Like, of course you're here and then find the reasons that you're here. Normalize the fact that you didn't win nine Pulitzers by now. Because, well, one, no one has. And two, accept the way the time is unfolding second by second by second by second by second. Not time-lapse video by time-lapse video by time-lapse video by time-lapse video. Just be aware of that trap. That hyper-condensing time fucks with your brain and makes you think that there's someone out there building a house in 22 seconds and it took you all that time and what's wrong with you? It's because time has been hyper-lapsed. That's why. Um, If you can't find any grace for yourself with I should be further along by now, like you're really just beating the shit out of yourself. One of the things that I do with my peeps is I just turn the tables. So I will say, okay, this is the circumstance. Okay, so this is happening. Yes, this is happening. Yes, this is happening. Yes, and this is happening. Yes, and you're beating yourself up because you haven't done X by now. Correct. Okay, so just give me all of those circumstances. Me personally, Kristen Kelp. X is happening. Y is happening. Z is happening. And I need you to just beat the shit out of me and tell me why I should have this done already. No one can do it. Not once, not ever, no matter how clean the invitation and no matter how prepared I am to just have my shit be kicked in. (laughs) No one can ever do it. It reveals the cruelty that you're doing to yourself outside of yourself because you, you might be able to beat the shit out of yourself, but it's very rare that you would feel the sensation that you need to beat the shit out of me for being in those same circumstances because you can extend an empathy to me that you can't extend to yourself. So if you need to, you have my permission to do your circumstances. I'm I'm facing a B and C and I should be further along by now because reasons just objectively pull those up in your brain. There they are. Look at them. You've you're separating them from yourself, which is good. You can see them clearly. And then coach me through the same thing and be cruel. I'll bet you can't. And if it was really, really just objectively okay, fantastic, helpful, or useful criticism or input, you would be able to give it to me. You would. Because that's who you are. I know about your interior kindness. I know you're kinder to everyone else than you are to yourself. So play with that. Play with extending that grace to me if you can't extend it to yourself and then flip it again and extend it to yourself. Of course this is happening. Of course I don't have 19 Grammys and an Oscar and an Emmy and a Pulitzer and 17 property houses and I'm a billionaire and I run three nonprofits. And at like it, 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 our expectations for ourselves continue to escalate while our ability to navigate day to day is decreased by that sensation of overwhelm, that social media and just media in general, that sense of there's so much data flying at us 
that we just get the continued overwhelming sense that we're failing instead of using the data we do have. Okay, where am I? And where do I need to go? And what's the next step I need to take? And this is unfolding in its own time. And again, I'm telling you this as an expert. I've seen it so many times. And as a human, I'm experiencing it myself. And I have a tattoo on my left arm across my wrist that says wild and unfolding magnificently. And I would like it to say wild and unfolding on my schedule. Thank you very much. (laughs) But that's just not how life works. And I got it tattooed in a place that it is visible 100% of the time to me so that I would be reminded that's how important this lesson is. And that is how difficult this lesson is that I should be further along by now is such a deep lie that I had to tattoo myself with a reminder that the goal, the dream, the vision for life, my commitment to life is to let it be wild and unfolding magnificently. And there is some fire for you from my Monday morning. May you give yourself grace. Of course, your brain says you should be further along by now. The trap is believing that it will ever stop saying you should be further along by now. It also takes you out of the now. May you feel the ground beneath your feet. May you feel this world unfolding second by second by second instead of hyperlapse by hyperlapse by hyperlapse. May you find the grace to be kind to yourself in your struggle and in your unfolding life. And may whatever you discover, difficult as it may be, come to you in some form that is wild and unfolding magnificently. Thank you so, so much. And keep an eye out for the innermost. It is the journey from wherever you are to a place of freedom from good girl conditioning. We're just getting free together. However, however that looks, whatever that takes, that's what's coming. And there'll be more details, but it's a, I got obsessed with the thing behind the thing that it wasn't that all the strategies in the world, all of the Tony Robbins programs, all the guru programs, all of the six simple steps, three simple strategies, four simple techniques, all of that left me angrier and angrier and angrier and angrier. And it's because There's a thing behind the thing that stops women from being able to use and function with and work within and feel really good about the vast majority of the way that capitalism and capitalist systems are set up. And until we address the conditioning that makes being in business objectively harder for women, and I mean objectively like by a lot, women as a whole cannot rise, cannot earn, beat the shit of themselves find their experience of being in business to be full of shame and guilt and just beat the shit out of themselves in such a way that they daydream about working at a job that doesn't fucking matter because that would be easier. And I 
want to create something together that is a liberation from that. It's that big and it's that simple. I want, I want your innermost to be freed from this bullshit and nonsense because it is bullshit and nonsense. This is one of them. I should be further along by now. Bullshit. Bullshit. You are where you are. I'm not saying where you are is great or perfect or ideal by any means, but you are where you are and your brain is not going to stop with that one. So a strategy might be to let it unfold wildly and, of course, magnificently. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine, while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format, one gathering a month, on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.